I'm Luke, and this is Kevin. We're the Super Yo Bros. We're going to be going over uh, video game sins. Video game sins. It's tonight's and, topic. Yep. So, Luke, do you want to start it off, or do you want me to start it off, homie? I'll, I'll go ahead, and uh, I, I guess I'll start it off. Do you have these in, like, in any kind of order, or do you have them just random? No, I, I mean, not really in any kind of order. I did write them down in that papers in the other room. I'm going to grab it real quick, though. One second. <laughs> That's all right. I'll talk a little bit. So... It's all good. So mine are actually, I put mine in kind of a um, not-so-bad sin to to the sin that makes me the most mad. And I think when we get to the sin that makes me the most mad, you guys are going to laugh because it's very specific to me. It's just something that has bugged me forever. But I think most gamers would be like, that's nothing. But I don't care. Um, wait, my, so you, oh, you're going to save it for the last? Uh, you're, yeah, the, I'm going to save one? my worst sin for the last, yeah. Um, so I can go first if you want to number yours a little bit. Uh, it's up to you. Um, I, but, I kind um, of, uh, I kind of know. Um, so, so okay. we're talking about video game sins. It's it's things developers, game developers should never do. It's probably things that happen all the time, and it can kind of really ruin your gameplay experience. And now that we've been streaming, I re I realize it's it's kind of even worse on some of them than I thought before than I ever thought about when I was uh, playing before. Um, I'll start off with, uh, maybe I'll start off, Kevin. I'll start off with one. Um, okay. So this one's, this is not the worst one ever, but this one is, it can be extremely frustrating. And that's, uh, that's bad AI, bad AI design. And I'm talking yep. on your team, if it's like that kind of game or, or on the, on the, the enemies that you're fighting in a game, either one, if the AI is really bad, sometimes it, it can just make it just. It just can ruin it. Uh, I would say almost maybe more so the bad AI when they're on your team. Like when we're playing Gears of War and there's like, it's really like yep. a four person squad. So it's me and Kevin and then two AI. And it's like, for example, they'll just be, they'll be sitting over there. They, they're not even shooting anybody. They're not doing any work at all. It's like way less efficient than a, than a human that's actually doing something, you know? Yeah. Um, that being said, if they were doing too much, it's really hard. This is a really hard thing for them to balance, I'm sure. But if they're doing too much, it would feel like they're playing the game for us, you know. So it's exactly. it's something that's I'm I'm imagining AI is is just one of the hardest things to do. But if you're gonna have a lot of it in your game like that, it needs to be pretty good. Um, I've seen AI getting stuck. I've seen uh, enemy AI just just running at walls, just doing horrible, silly things, and and uh. It's, yeah, it's just one of the worst things when there's bad AI in, in a game. Well, the good thing is I have a feeling that's going to get a lot better with this next jump because there's all this machine learning and all this new stuff talking about. So, you know, I have a feeling maybe some of these developers could learn. The AI would get better like a patch, right? The a so the game comes out. I could see this happening. The game comes out, but then in a later patch, the AI actually gets better because maybe they start basing the AI on actual human gameplay. Something like that. I don't know if that's possible or what, but I could see that making the AI better over the long run, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm thinking that they kind of, I'm assuming that they kind of probably do that a little bit already. Maybe not off of actual players, but people in the development studio, like running around and playing the game a bit. And, you know, they have their little pass that they can pick and whether or not they're going to decide to be into cover or stuff like that. Um, but w one thing that I, uh, I really like to see, like when I turn a game's difficulty up, um, is maybe the AI to get better instead of them just being like, now the enemy has more hit points and your health's lower, those kind of things. I want the AI yeah. to be 
get bet to get better, like do new better headshots on me. So that kind of stuff, you know, um, interestingly agree. though, I just real quick on the topic of it, I, I did read an article about AI. Like this was a long time ago. And, uh, most of the time AI is, is purposely way d- dumbed down. He's that for an experiment. One time, this guy made a, he, he went in on this game they were making and he made the AI like really good. So like the AI was just be able to just do a bunch of headshots and stuff like really well. Right. So like everybody that, that they tested it on, even people that were like good gamers, they were like, this game's broken. Like everyone just said it was broken. Like, Oh, everyone kept on saying it was broken, that it was something wrong with it and stuff like, Oh, this game doesn't work, you know, but really they just made the AI really good. So, I mean, I'm sure it's a, it's a, it's a real bit struggle to, to handle AI well, but, uh, yeah, it's got to be done. And especially in a game, if, it, if it's a, a team based game and you're relying on somebody to do like a specific action, like like I don't know, that guy, like, you know, I'm defending this door. That guy needs to run over there and like flank them or something like that. And it's like they're not even doing anything close to it. It's just it's an uphill struggle, you know, are those escort missions where you got to escort somebody and they and they walk oh, super yeah. slow or they like. <laughs> won't get in the car you're like honking at him shit oh my god yeah i'm with you on that yeah it's it's um, it's gonna be really bad so my my least sin i guess you would call it is bad ui so bad user interface this actually is not that common i feel like most video games has figured out how to do a pretty good ui because there's been so many games at this point that i don't run yeah. into this very often but it does still happen occasionally uh, where you've got like it usually happens in some of the deeper games, you know. I'm not a big RPG guy, but when there's games that kind of go to a little bit of an upgrade system or go, you know, sometimes, man, you've got like sub pages upon sub pages, and you've got stuff at the top, you got stuff on the left, you got stuff on the right, and it's like, okay, this is this is just it's too clustered, it's all over the place, and it for me personally, it's why it's it's my sin is like, okay, I, it's, it's sometimes it can be so frustrating that it just doesn't make me want to play the game anymore. Um, now granted, I'm sure if I played it more, I get used to it, but I don't know. I, I don't have time for bad UI. I just don't, um, there's better games I could be playing. There's so many choices nowadays. So, but that, like I said, that yeah. you don't really find that one anymore. I feel like that one's a sin that's being phased out as games, you know, get made. Um, so. that is true. Uh, I want to say that there's a new, newer game coming out that I saw, although the game's not actually out yet. So it, maybe it's not uh, finalized. Um, I think it's a new Guilty Gear game. Maybe it's, I think it's called Guilty Gear Strive or something. And, uh, it, they had some weird stuffs going on with, with the health bars and, and stuff. And I don't know if it was, they were just trying to be new looking, but it was like, it was actually kind of confusing to, to my eye. I think what it was, and you know how there's usually the health bar, right? And it's like, I don't yeah. know how to say it's red and it starts turning yellow or just disappearing as it goes down and they die on this one. It was like, uh, it was like following the bar was just completely disappearing as it was going down. And uh, I don't know why, but at first I like when I first was looking at it, I was like, I don't know if I I don't know if I liked it. It was kind of it was kind of weird. I didn't wasn't sure about it, you know. Um, so I, I agree. Yeah, bad AI. Uh, it, it's really kind of game specific, though. Um, yeah, but but yeah, there's, it's it's gotten a lot better. AI has gotten a lot better. Uh, I mean, the UI, the user interface. Yeah. Uh, I'm User a big fan stuff. of some, uh, they've started doing this. I think they, this started with, uh, uh, 
um, Dead Space, they started using like I think the guy's like health bar is like his spine on his, on his suit. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that cool. was like one of my favorite ones that they started doing. That that's kind of specific to a third person game though, um, but yeah. stuff like that is uh is cool. It's cool. So social yeah. distancing, bros. Yeah, what's going on? It's that's um, right. We're gonna be social distancing for a while here, but uh, we figured it out. We're getting better doing the co stream. Um, so is there any together? And, is there any uh, specific examples of you uh, UI that was bad in the past that you could think of? Uh, well, the, one, the first one that came to my head, you're not going to like this, but is Death Stranding. <laughs> I thought Death Stranding's Death Stranding. like menus and stuff like that. That's the fetus, Norman Reedus. Yeah, no, I know, I know, which, I knew which one it was. I was just uh, trying to conjure in my mind what the user interface looked like. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Was just, it, it, it felt really daunting to me. It felt like um, some like. You know when you when you press the X button on the PlayStation or the A button on the Xbox, uh, that's like your main feature. And sometimes games they make that like some other button. I don't know. That's just one that came yeah. popped in my head. But but there's probably worse offenders than that one. Um, I'd have to go back to I my felt, library. I felt like a lot it. of times in uh, Death Stranding. Oh yeah, you know what? There was a thing in Death Stranding that did bug me a little bit. Um, I actually thought it looked pretty cool. Cool, and a lot of it was just you just had to kind of click through. But it started having a thing where it was like instead of just like clicking X twice to, to finish through a menu, it was just like, you have to hold down the button. And I was like, I don't, it's like, I just, I go in there and choose my gear. I don't want to have to hold down the button to confirm that it's just picking my yeah. gear. It's not that big of a deal. If it was me quitting the game permanently, yeah, hold down the button or whatever. But it was like every time I would have to remember to do it. Um, so yeah, I agree. I agree. Death Stranding was an offender in that category. Um, All right. I do you want to move really on think- to the next? Yeah, Go let's ahead. move on to the next one. Uh, so do you want me to do the next one? Let's do two um, more, and then we're gonna we're gonna pause and do beer of the week and snack of the week. So stay tuned for that. So go ahead, do your next one, Luke. What do you got? Okay, um, the next one I want to say is um, it's and this is really still kind of like for single player uh, or not single player, but a, like adventure based games where you're going through a story or or, or whatever. Yeah, it's a, a podcast episode, Taco. So uh, another offender I would say is is bad pacing. When a game has like bad pacing, um, I felt like sometimes that may have happened once again in Death Stranding, but there's other games where I've encountered it where it's just, uh, I don't mind doing side missions and stuff, but when it just feels like they'll get to areas where, or maybe, uh, there's a game actually, I, I, I kind of thought that Gears, we haven't, you haven't played it with me yet. I actually kind of thought Gears 5 had it a little bit. So huh. Gears, I always thought had decent pacing is one of the things I liked about it. You just can kind of go through it. Then when with yeah, Gears five, uh, well, Gears five, I don't want to spoil this for you. It's going to spoil it for you a little bit because I brought it up. But you get to the to areas where it's like all of a sudden now it's open world and the, the pacing just falls off. It's like, all right, huh. now we're exploring over here, going over there. And it just felt like the pace berries. of the game. <laughs> well, Sometimes in the game, if, it, if, it's a, if it's in a game that that's expected, you know that's yeah, kind of yeah. one thing. If you're if you're gonna go Can play World of Warcraft, you're gonna have a zillion quests where you're supposed to go fetch quests and get berries and stuff. That's that's part of the game. But when I go to yeah, play yeah. Gears of War, I don't want all of a sudden to have like weird <laughs> pacing. Like I don't Phoenix know. That, like, that, We've got to find some elderberries now, stat. Sure. So uh, I mean, and there's probably other games that uh, that are out there where. It's it's happened all of a sudden. Uh, the game was going fast, and then it slows down, or, or or maybe it goes. Maybe sometimes it jumps through it too fast. There's a couple games that I played that maybe just kind of jump through things too quickly, and then 
whatever. But I would say pacing is is important to me. Um, yeah, feeling I like we, that, that, the games. Go ahead. That uh, that 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 is something that bugs me too. But I I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit more tolerant on that one. But I I, don't, I completely acknowledge that it's there. Pacing problems in games definitely are there. I'm I'm one of those people that will watch a bad show for you know until the end. So like I'm watching Arrow right now. And that show has had so many bad moments and bad episodes, but I'm I'm gonna watch it to the end. I'm gonna watch it. I just get, so yeah, same with games. I'm the when same games way. Have bad pacing. Uh, I'm like I'm gonna beat this game, even though it's like these levels are boring or these levels are tedious. Sure. So. I guess a, another g- example I would have for bad pacing is say like a game like uh, it introduces a new mechanic, like all right, here's these guys, and at this point, let's fight these guys. But then it has you fight those same kind of guys for like way too long before you finally yes. move on. Yes, like they and, they, and they call. maybe re reuse resources and you just, you just, yeah, you, it makes, you can make the game like infinitely long if you, if you want, but you don't want to be spending too much time, uh, maybe in, change the story, change the combat, chase, whatever, change, whatever you got to do to, to keep it, uh, still engaging. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want it just to be a boring grind. So that's, that's an example too, uh, of bad sure. pacing. Um, so my so next one would be one? in this. Yeah, this will be my next one, and then we'll, we'll pause for the beer of the week and snack of the week. So this one actually is a really, really big one with me. But the reason I didn't make it my worst sin is because my worst, my next two worst sins are very specific to me. But this is a this I think is probably one of the biggest generic sins. I think one all, one that all gamers will hate, and that is not being able to pat uh, to not be able to skip uh, cutscenes, tutorials, and the logos in front of the game. Not being able to skip those things drive me nuts. Um, hmm. It's like I want to be able to sit down. Like you know, I have my time is more limited now that I'm married and things like that. And you know, when I was 22, I had lots of time. But you know, as I get a little older, it's like I want to sit down, fired up, and go. And that's you know what this whole PS5 and Xbox Series X is talking about. But you know, if sure. I, maybe I'm playing my second time and I don't want to see this cutscene. I know it's a boring cutscene or or it's a tutorial and I'm I'm playing it over again, so I already know how to play the game. All that all that stuff and the logos in the beginning, there's been some games that have had atrocious, you know, like 30 seconds or more of this company and then this company and then this company. And it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. We made the game. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I, I feel like sometimes I, I feel like it's, it's going to be an artistic uh, decision sometimes to be like, at least the first time, maybe like you have to watch this movie or whatever. Um, yeah. But the second time the it should time. always be skipped. It should always be skippable. I mean, yeah. that being said, I mean, yeah, it, it, there's going to be times when even like say me and you are streaming, we just don't want to watch these big cutscenes or something and we, we want to skip through the uh, the logos. Maybe in, in, in that scenario, they should always just be skip skippable. I, I don't know. I, I could maybe see a little bit of, of it. But yeah, no, I don't want I've had games where every single one was unskippable. That's just like the worst scenario, yeah. you know? Um, sure. But yeah, I can agree with that one. All right. Well, that's that's four down, and I've got two to go, and I think you've got two to go or three to go. You might have. I don't. I can't remember how long your list was, but um, so let's go ahead and do uh, the beer of the week first. So I've been wanting to try this one. This is one of those weird flavor beers that I always throw throw at Luke, and this I believe is a local brewery, um, if I'm correct. Yeah. Let me uh, switch to the screen uh, of the yes, beer yes. of the week, week screen real quick. Okay. Um, so this is by High Water Brewing from san jose california and they have a killer killer s'mores beer a s'more stout it is so if you like s'mores obviously you gotta like s'mores but uh they have a killer um 
s'mores beer. And this one seemed interesting as well. I haven't had a lot of their beers other than the s'mores one. I think I've maybe had two others. Um, but this one is yeah, called I'm, Break Apart. I'm not going to lie. Uh, when I saw when I saw what this one was, I was like, oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's, like you said, it's Break Apart. It's an orange cream ale. And I've had yeah. a couple uh, cream ales before or whatever cream though. beers. And they were good. I, I liked them. I was always like a fan of uh, cream soda too. But yeah, man, this looks this looks super tasty. But then it All says right, so. It also says with like so it's a break peel. apart, like that break apart orange chocolate. So oh uh, yeah. That's, oh, I see. That's like a chocolate, huh? Oh. Uh, orange chocolate. I hope that doesn't, I I hope that doesn't ruin it. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm with you. Like we got it's too be creative and we ruined it. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's. All right. Let's do it. Cheers, right, buddy. Let's go. Yep, cheers. All right. Wow. wow. That's amazing how they can make these things taste. It tastes just like what they described it was going to be. It tastes yep. like one of those orange break-apart oranges. That's so crazy. How do yeah. they do that? What chemical? I know that they don't just use chocolate and oranges to make beer taste like that. So I, they have to just mix chemicals to make that flavor happen or what? It's Smurf tears. They go and capture a bunch of Smurfs, Gargamel, yeah. and then they, they make They're them like, cry. Gargamel! Gargamel! And then they take those tears and make them into beer. But um, I will say, though, it just tastes more like a soda than a beer to me. Are you getting that, too? Yeah, but I that's what I was kind of hoping for, maybe, actually. Yeah. Uh, what percentage is it? It doesn't taste very strong to me, either. Uh, 5.4, so that's, that's average. That's an average... Typical Bud yeah. Light, or not Bud Lights, Budweiser, Coors, regular Coors, typical lager, Pilsner kind of. They're definitely like going for the flavor on this one. It, it tastes pretty tasty, mm -hmm. too. Um, yeah. It's it's weird that it tastes orangey, but it has that, that weird chocolatey aftertaste. I don't for know sure. how they uh, do that, but. It's crazy. That's, that's yeah, a pretty good crazy. attempt by these guys. I yeah, will say is, that I wouldn't want to drink attempt. a a bunch of these. It's a great starter. I was about beer, to say that. I was like, I'd have one of these. <laughs> yeah. Not, not because but. it's bad tasting, but usually when you drink beer, you want to, you don't want that overly flavorful beer after, you know, beer after <coughs> beer after beer. But the first one, hell yeah, this is, a, this is, this would be the first one I would grab in a fridge at somebody's house. Yeah, for um, sure. But then I'd follow it up with something else. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to rock it. Uh, I think maybe a, how about I say uh, a couple more times? I think I'm going to say 3.75. What do you got? That's right about where I was going to go. I was going to say maybe three and a half, three three point five. Um, okay. But I could feel I could I could see myself floating towards a four. I feel like this big tall can of it is maybe two, more than I wanted to. To be honest, one pint. So that's got that's, yeah. that's a bit more than a the twelve ounce. I feel like a twelve ounce would have been fine. But whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm with I'll you on go that. three. But if it's if it's I'd gonna be the only three, one you five. drink, that's right. true. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, you've had the s'mores one. I know you've had, right? You've had the s'mores by High Water, s'mores stuff. Um, I I think so. Got so many beers. Yeah, they sell it at our Costco remember. and everything. But that one is phenomenal. I think that's over a four, four and a half for me. I'd have to go look on my stupid nerdy beer app. But um, all right. Well, let's pop. Let's pop these pop chips. Let's pop into pop the pop chips. chips. Kevin, so, uh, snack of the week. I thought you said you're going to the... start moving away. <laughs> I know. Well, technically, <laughs> these are, are they potatoes? Oh, they are potatoes. I thought they were rice. Oh, well, I screwed up. Um, oh, good, dude. But, it's quarantine. But, uh, you can always get whatever you want. 
yeah, so for the podcasters, these are pop chips potato. Oh, it says a potato right there. I'm an idiot. Uh, barbecue flavored, 100 calories for this little bag. So you can not feel like a complete fat ass as you dive into and eat the whole bag. Um, have you ever had these, Luke, or no? No. I don't. Ooh, or actually, sweet. I don't know. You're, you're pop chip virgin, huh? We're going to pop that chip. Get it? No. <laughs> uh, I understood. It. All right, pop chip barbecue. All right, you're going to try it? Ready, set. Ready, set, go. As my grandma used to say, these are these are popping. These pop chips are popping. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty barbecue-y. Yeah, I'm really digging the barbecue flavor. Mm -hmm. It's really high. Sometimes you eat a barbecue chip and... And you're not, you, you know, you get the barbecue flavor, but it's not, it's not in the forefront. This is definitely in the forefront. I was going to say, yeah, it's a barbecue flavor is a, a weird thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's always like the same flavor. If that makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, it's a barbecue yeah. flavor, but there's also like a well done version and then like a, and then a not so good version. I, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's usually a little bit too generic flavoring or something or over flavored. Yeah. I don't know, but this is a I good really one. Like this, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. This has a really good barbecue flavor. Really good barbecue flavor. I don't know what it makes it that way. Probably a bunch of chemicals. But, um, no, it's good. These are good. Um, I, I've gotten these before. It's been a while. It's been a long while. But I do grab pop chips from time to time. But um, So I saw these at the store, and I thought, oh, we'll try something a little different. So mm. I give these a solid... Uh, I like how crunchy they are, too, So I'd say, which I'm sure our viewers are loving. I'm getting this a solid 4.5, man. That's a damn near perfect chip. I mean, the whole bag is 100 calories, got a high barbecue flavor, good crunch. I'm digging it. I give it a I give it a four, only just because uh, I'm not necessarily like the barbecue flavor guy. I, I don't think I would ever, if I'm at the store or anything, grab the barbecue flavor of any chip. It's just not my go-to flavor. But as far as barbecue chips go, this was a good one. So I'd say a four. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince you to go a little higher. You ready? These are vegan. <laughs> you see that, Luke? They're vegan, baby. Some vegan pop chips. So aren't most you know chips vegan? I have no idea. But it just, just means I'm no just dairy and, and no milk. <laughs> I'm falling around. I love. I'm falling around. These are extra vegan. All right. These are, well. ex these are extra veggie. Hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our beer and snack of the week. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we both we both probably gave the snack a little higher rating than we gave the beer, but we did enjoy the beer. I think we both yeah. enjoyed it. Um, but maybe not super memorable. But high water again. I, I'm gonna re I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend them them one more time. They're they're s'mores. If you can find their s'mores beer. It is top notch, so give them another plug. High Water Brewing, San Jose, California. So there you go. All right, no more chips. So where where were we at on sins? Who went last? You did. You went last. I did. I went last. Yes. I mine was um, the not being able to skip cutscenes. So you're up. Okay. Um, I think this is kind of my uh, this is kind of my my last. What do you, how many more do you have? I have two. I have two left. Do oh, you have two more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so these two are, are uh, 
Did I already say inconsistent difficulty or no? Uh, you did not. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do so. that one first. Okay, then I do have two more. Um, but so you did the next bad one UI I will say, and go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did bad pacing and bad AI. There you go. Yes. Anyway, yes. so uh, the next one I'll do is uh, inconsistent difficulty. Um, yep. Just when this was a, a good example of this was happened in the first Gears of War. Although when me and Kevin played it, for some reason it didn't happen. But that's a remade game. Um, the entire game had a pretty consistent pace and difficulty to it. And then all of a sudden, the very last guy on the Gears of War was incredibly hard. Like uh, I'd spent when me and my brother were younger and we were playing through it. We spent hours uh, trying to beat that last guy. Um Cause he just was, he would kill you so quickly. It seemed like you had yeah. to kill him, kill him forever. Um, it just was very inconsistent with the rest of the game. Um, and you'll see that sometimes in, in other games, like in the middle of the game or something, all of a sudden there's a, a level or a spot that's just, just really hard to get past. And, uh, it can ruin, um, it can ruin games sometimes, you know? Um, For sure. also, uh, if a game is, uh, everything's like too easy of all the normal say that you have games a game with normal enemies and then also bosses if all the normal en enemies are just way too easy and then the bosses are really hard it's just it it doesn't it's no fun fighting the easy guys and then all of a sudden the bosses are really hard and it doesn't make any sense you want to have at least yeah. a kind of consistent flow bosses should be a little bit more difficult than the normal guys but not way too more much more also sometimes you i've run into bosses that are way too easy and it's like oh man crazy we're at the boss and then just like destroy <laughs> him hella quickly i'm like well that was anticlimactic you know what i mean so um yeah. a game difficulty well, I thought... uh go ahead no i didn't I... say anything oh i had a so i had an idea about this actually because this was on my list too but uh you know I, I deferred to luke and I had thought about this. So most games, when you log in, they have a minimum of three difficulties, right? They have easy, medium, hard, usually. Some games have even two. But um, some have four or more. But I thought, you know what would be the best for difficulty settings is a slider, right? So you play a game, and normal is at, like, five out of ten. And if you find yourself as the gamer going, oh, this is a little too easy, just kick it up a notch, six or seven. Instead of having to do yeah. hard, wherever that is, you know what I mean? And so... I think difficulty the gamer or developers should start making a, a difficulty slider from zero to ten instead of you know easy normal hard if they can figure out a way to do that and then not only that think about this imagine if you're playing and a game realizes it's a little too easy for you they're like you haven't died in five levels we recommend you kick up the di difficulty a notch or two and you and then at that um, point you can choose two or not that last one yes has no. been implemented in games uh, quite a few games actually that oh, I, I'm sure I've played. but. Yeah, but that should just be in every game. How cool would that be, right? Just in every single game, it kind of knows you're owning it and, and says, "Hey, do you want to kick it up a notch?" And you're like, "Yeah, no, uh, I like the, I like owning it." You know, uh, that would be ideal. Though I will say honestly, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, usually, when I when the game has it, I hardly ever use it. To be honest with you, and usually huh, what it sure. happens is it makes me feel uh, <laughs> makes me a little feel like a little bit inadequate because usually this thing's popping up saying, "Hey, you want to turn it to an easier mode." It's never yes. popped up and said, <laughs> you want to make this harder. That's never happened. Um, so it's usually just popping up like, hey, do you want to switch the easier to an easier mode for you? And I think Nintendo was uh, one of the ones that came out with the ones for their Mario games where it would actually have like a little thing would play the level for you. 
And it's like, I think it's like straight up for little kids. You know what I mean? So, and that's yeah. cool though, because I don't want a kid, I want to give a kid a Mario game and it's just even on the easiest level, him jumping and like, how do you change the difficulty on Mario platforming on doing jumping yeah. and stuff? You, you can't, I mean, you can maybe put clouds that he can't fall or something, but the way that they handled that is with like a little mode and it would go and play the game for you, which I think is just really awesome for like little kids and stuff. And it's a, it's a great idea. Um, so I, one of the things, um, the difficulty level, what, you, what you're talking about is, I was kind of talking about inconsistent difficulty, but the difficulty level being broken, we've encountered that a, like a lot even recently. Yes. I think it was uh, Jedi uh, uh, Fallen Order. Order, uh, yes. N- there was no normal mode. They they messed yes. up the, the, the order of difficulties on that pretty badly, in my opinion. Um, I get it that it's supposed to be like a, a Dark Souls-esque game, what everyone was telling me, and those are notoriously hard games, although I actually haven't, I've yet to play one yet, so my bad, but but I felt like in that game and the normal mode was a hard mode, the hard mode was a like a, a really hard mode, maybe, <laughs> and then and then easy was way too easy, it was like, yeah, way too easy, way too easy, yeah, I was like, they didn't have just like a, a normal mode, and it was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty annoying. Although I, th- I do think that we had a lot of trouble with that game too, because we were playing it with those types of games. Sometimes we're we're playing it once a week, and we're not mastering the skills of it, which is what you need yeah. to do to consistently. So every week we're kind of going back to the level of of practicing but the skills over. But even even saying that, even you were you're totally right. We were like taking turns, and we were kind of playing it inconsistently. But that being said, I feel like a normal mode should be. Any person who's a gamer who's played games, maybe not competitively or anything crazy like that, but just a casual gamer, normal mode should be easily, not easily, but should be beatable by any gamer. And I felt like we picked up those controls and we, you know, we struggled from time to time. And and it's regardless if we played it inconsistently or if we didn't learn the skills as much as we should have. You know, a, a video game on normal mode is beatable by any gamer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and also, um, also, it it shouldn't. When we switched, most importantly, okay, so so fine, we're struggling in normal mode. When we switch it down to easy mode, it shouldn't just become in movie mode where you don't even have to worry about dying at all. That's too far of a a leap. Maybe just one more level in between. They used to. I've seen ones. I've seen games, even really old games that had this was normal, easy, very easy. Uh, Jedi's jumped from normal. If you want to just call it normal, which was I felt like it was really a hard mode. If you want to just yeah. call, if you want to go from normal, it should have had a, an easy one in between there, where it was a yes. little bit easier, but not so easy that it was just a a, a walk through the park. So uh, it was actually pretty frustrating. I, it almost it almost killed our our playthrough of that game. Actually, we almost like gave up yeah. on it. Um, maybe it would have, like like I said though it's it's a dark ass dark soul s game, and neither of us have played that. Um, so that, I think that might play into it a little bit too, honestly, cause, uh, these things, these kind of things, I know you're saying that if, if it, any gamer should be able to jump into it, but it's going to be genre specific as well. If you're a gamer, you play a lot of games all the time, but you've only played shooter games, I don't know, Mario games and Starcraft, and you never played a fighting game. And then all of a sudden you went and you tried to beat the story mode of Mortal Kombat, you'd be struggling. Because you wouldn't know yeah. any how to do anything. That's a totally different kind of game that plays nothing like the other kinds of games. 
you wouldn't know you'd have to sit there and learn how to play for quite a bit before you could beat even just the the normal mode of that game you'd have to figure out how to block a little bit how to do attacks let alone special attacks and all that stuff it'd probably be a lot of butt mashing going on in my experience when people first start playing fighting games so it depends on the genre so we we were a little bit stepping out of our genre maybe also but i, I really do think that they should have had one more uh, the other thing was that that game was a now we're just griping about one game, but, uh, <laughs> but that one, but that game, it's, game, it's got this, well, it's got the star Wars franchise logo on it. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of people that buy that game that are not gamers. One, the two, yep. never heard of dark souls or whatever. So you can't just be like, Oh, it's like dark souls. Like, that's not what are you going to advertise it? Is that like this game's hard? It's like yeah. dark souls. That didn't say that didn't say that on the box, you know? So yeah, Anyways, we'll move point. on. We'll move on. Yeah. That's a very good point. Um, so the next two for me are very specific. Um, uh, this one's kind of rare, but it just drives me nuts. Um, it's when so they have DLC, right? And the DLC can be all sorts of things: skins, extra characters, levels, missions, whatever. But I've encountered this a couple times where they mix the people who bought the DLC with the people who didn't. And I don't like that at all because it's not, it's not quite pay to win uh, because obviously I'll give you an example in a minute, uh, but it's kind of like I call it for pay for advantage, I guess I would call it. So let me give you an example. Um, in Star Wars Battlefront 1, uh, you could buy the DLC and, you know, I was going to do it, but I just didn't get around to it yet. And I started playing and I started noticing the guys I was playing with had all this new gear. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, OK, wait a minute they get to use all these grenades and guns and all this stuff that I don't get to use because I didn't pay the 1999 or whatever. No, they, they should be on their own server. They should be on their own server playing with everybody else who got the DLC and the people who didn't buy the DLC because granted, they still have to get the kills. It's not, it's not pay to win. It's not pay to win just to be clear. It's not pay to win, but it's kind of pay for advantage. So they, they might get a, more selections of guns, more selections of grenades. Um, another one is like Smash Brothers when you buy the characters. So you go, somebody downloads mm-hmm. Cloud, right? Or they pay for Cloud and you don't have Cloud. And let's say your main is, I don't know, I'm just going to make something up, Samus, let's say. And you you fight and um, the one person who's really good against Samus is Cloud. And then they, they buy Cloud and, and then you play against him. But you can't be Cloud because you didn't pay for them. So they'll match you up with people who have the DLC, but you don't have it. And it, for me, it's like I kind of get why they do that because they want to keep the community large and engaged, and they don't want to have two kind of separate communities. But at the same time, so for me, a, a solution would be like, look, if you play online, you get the DLC. If the person you're playing against has the DLC, but as soon as you play somebody else or log off and play with your friends, you don't have the DLC. That would be my solution, but it's just, yeah. Um, so I, I, I do agree if with, that makes sense. uh, well, it depends. I think it a little depends on the game. I do agree. The, uh, the one where you're talking about the battlefront one, uh, yeah, that's, that ain't cool. Um, it, maybe if you want to look cooler or whatever, look differently then then, yeah, I don't think that that, uh, you shouldn't be able to, uh, to play with someone that's paying for an advantage. Um, the characters though, in the fighting game, I, I maybe disagree with that a, a, uh, a little bit because they have the same thing in like Street Fighter. I, I'm a little bit better at Street Fighter than I am at uh, um, what's it called? Smash Brothers. Um, but usually 
um like the 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 dlc characters that they have come out um i usually get them all just to try them out and everything like that but if there is a person that i'm just really not interested and i don't get them i mean when i when i encounter them in fights it's just more of like there is sometimes bad matchups but to me i kind of just like i still like to figure out how to try to beat that character i mean there's still like even if even if you don't have even if you don't have, if you, there's no DLC involved in that conversation, there's going to be people that are counter picks to the other people just built into the game a lot of times. And in Smash Brothers as well. Um, actually, I almost feel like in Smash Brothers, a lot of the characters are, are they're almost like, not to, not to bash on Smash Brothers, but I feel like there's yeah. kind of like uh, types of character archetypes in that game. And a lot of times there'll be a new character that comes out. I don't know, Cloud or whatever. But he really doesn't play that much differently than some of the other sword guys, right? I mean, he'll maybe have his like yeah. one special ability or something like that. Um, but I, I, I guess I the, the reason that I don't mind that is because they do have to make money. And, and in fighting games and stuff, like how are they going to make money without selling characters? It's basically all they got to sell. Yeah, you know? and I'm not, and it's very rare. It's only happened maybe at, handful of times that i've seen this happen where they mix the dlc people with the non-dlc people and and you know i'm all for them making money i just feel like in terms of fairness right like if you log on to a multiplayer game the, the, to me you're it's it's supposed to be your skill right it's supposed to be your skill uh it's supposed to be how how good you are at headshots or whatever combos it's not supposed to be okay so like let's say my main is to use your street fighter example let's say my main is ken and one of the DLC characters is a really good anti-Ken. Well, if I don't, you know, or or the, or to flip it, the guy I'm playing against has a main. His name, his main is Ken, and the really good anti-Ken is a DLC character that I didn't buy. Right. So it's like now, if I want to beat this guy, do I got to go buy the DLC? Uh, what if I don't have the money to do that? You know, or, or whatever. Sure. I just well, I, I, feel I like, think it should be a. What I, what I think that the answer to that should be, I guess, is uh, they should have two different like a, a two different lobbies. Really, one is the yeah. lobby. They should have an option. So if you don't have the DLC, uh, you could still enter into the the multiplayer lobby where all the where everyone has the DLC, or you can pick uh, basic or something like that. I, you know what I mean? Just yeah, so that and that's a simple solution. It, 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 that's a, yeah, that'd be actually a really simple solution. It's just a different lobby. They already have a couple, like in Street Fighter and, and in Smash Brothers as well, actually. They already have a, a couple different lobbies in there anyway, so just whatever. Um, that yeah. being said, I know what the game companies are doing, though. They don't give a, they don't give a <laughs> F about your fairness, you know what I mean? Oh, they I just want to They want to make money, so they're no, just I'm doing it. They, they want... Actually, now I think about it, they want you to see the new character. Look at this new character. Look at how much better than he is than your character. Go yep. ahead. You should spend the money to get that character. So they're not in the business of just totally making you happy. They also are in the business of making money. So I and I that, totally it's, it's, I totally get that. But it's it is unfair though. Like I guess it's it's annoying. It was a trend well, that I started seeing happening. I haven't you know it hasn't happened often, but it's it's a little bit of a gripe. Um, I think more Smash Brothers, not so much, but the Battlefront one was like a big. It's like, whoa! What, this guy's all of a sudden got this green grenade that does this, and I don't have that. What the hell? Like, uh, no, that's yeah, not okay. That is, We're, it's, that is it's pretty supposed bad. To be how good, how good your skills are, you know. I, I want to do want to bring up one example of a game that does that uh, DLC stuff pretty well, and I think it's uh, Overwatch, right? 
Although they have like yeah. weird loot boxes and stuff, but all those costumes and everything don't actually give you any advantage, right? Absolutely. Um, actually, Fortnite is another really good example of this one. Yes. Fortnite's got some yes. really good ca- uh, costumes and stuff. That's the way to do it. But does not affect it. So it's like, yeah, you can have it and you can show every- off your guy, but it doesn't it doesn't affect it. You're right. Absolutely. Fortnite and Overwatch, perfect. Yeah, all sorts of crazy crap. Hair color, blah, 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 shoes, whatever. Uh, yeah. I- but don't don't give somebody a gun that other people don't have. That is just dumb. Sure. And I actually vote my, my, my vote for that is actually more towards Fortnite the more I thought about it because those weird loot boxes and, and Overwatch. Dude, that's another video game, Sam, I just came up with right now. <laughs> it's like, dude, I just want to buy <laughs> a freaking go. costume for the one character that I have, not buy yep. 14 mystery boxes and just trying to luck out and get that. That's literally you know gambling. They actually were getting wonder, hit up for that. Because I love Overwatch, but yes, it is definitely a game I love to hate. But I do love to play it, and I wonder. I had a I had a little hypothesis in my brain. I wonder if they track who your mains are, like your main characters, and then purposely give you less of their shit when you get a mystery. Oh, box. I doubt that. No, they would really get. That's like fixed gambling. <laughs> they were already getting. They were already getting in trouble for uh, gambling as it was. I think it was. You do hear about all the drama with uh, Battlefront Two? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm just they saying, actually like, took that, out. That, they took out loot boxes and stuff because like. I don't know. It was like a the governor of Hawaii was complaining that it was it, yeah. because it was gambling and stuff, and it was with Star Wars and stuff. You know what I mean? A, a known but name a, that you're gonna have family known a uh, game. You know. But but look how easy it would be. Let's say uh, to get a character skin out of a mystery box is a five percent chance, but they know that you play these mains, and they just drop that to three percent. That's all they do. And so all of a sudden you're getting less skins for that those main characters and you're like god damn it and so then you start spending money or whatever. I could see that. I don't I'm not saying they do this, but I sure. could see that happening. I could easily see that. Um, all right. Uh, uh what's your last one? One real one real quick thing uh, back to uh the DLC mixed together. Um yes. one game that has done it uh, pretty well for a long time is uh and this is not in the bad category, but was a World of Warcraft and like MMO games. So usually in those ones, I know you haven't played a whole lot of those, but like they'll come out with a new expansion, which will usually give you a whole new land. It'll give you new characters, weapons, all kinds of stuff. But uh, it doesn't affect the people that don't have it at all. Usually they can't go there or whatever. They can't get to get that gear. But that's another well done game of DLC mixed together. Um, sorry, I'm, I'll move on now back to bad things. We're only talking. We're only talking smack today. We ain't we ain't praising nobody. <laughs> no, we're doing video game sins. Pterodactyl's in the house. Hello, Pterodactyl. Super yoke bros. bros. Oh, snap. He's yoked. Uh, what's your last one, Luke? What's your last video game sin? My last one. Um, so this is the... Uh, I kind of have one more after this, I suppose, but it's it's kind of all blended in here. Um, okay. So it is... I hope it's not the same one as you. No, I mean yoke. Like folklore. Um, what this is, I definitely I consider like the this is the worst one. It's confusing levels, uh, bad maps, um, and just basically, is that similar to your last one too, Kevin? No, mine's super specific, and you're gonna laugh at me, but that's okay. But no, oh, okay, okay. Was, so I'll, I'll. Uh, I'm totally. Uh, I'm in your choir right now, dude. Bad maps and not knowing where to go. I'm with you. 
Yeah, uh, and and I'll just tie this in with it. It was another one I had, but this is all kind of tied together. Confusing levels, bad maps, and unclear objectives. It's like how many times in these in Halo games, dude, and and uh, and any other games, it's like where are we going? What do we do here? Like, what are we supposed to do right now? It's like oh, there's this big energy container, and we're supposed to shoot it, and it opens a door over there, and the only notification of that's what we're supposed to do was like ten minutes ago. Uh, the in-game voice character Katana mumbled something about shoot the energy containers. Meanwhile, I was yeah, like I blasting Kevin with my shotgun, talking on voice chat, and totally missed that. And there's nothing pointing at me where to do. We'll wander around for minutes sometimes. Um, you know, yep. sometimes in these Halo games, are really been bad about this. The, the levels all look the same because it's like an alien spaceship, and the idea, I guess, is that every room and 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 passageway looks the same. And it's just like, dude, which way did I just come from? Did I? It's like, oh, how many times have me and you been like, wait, are we running backwards now? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I have to pay like laser attention just to not accidentally start running backwards because I can't because there's no indicator on the map. Um, they have gotten a lot better about that, I would say, in, in, in most modern games with some kind of a, a like Final Fantasy VII remake had a. a Uh, two different things it was an indicator just like a general compass indicator so i've seen this in other games as well where it's like you whatever way you turn when that thing's center of your screen you head that way and that's the thing or you could click the button and would turn into a mini map that would show it um but many maps don't always help as as well the uh the map in jedi uh fallen order where it's like a 3d two-story map it's like i can't even figure out how to like how to adjust the map let alone like see where i'm at in the thing you know but it that's yeah. probably my least favorite one i hate that when that happens well you know what's a cool way they could fix that um because sometimes when it says like hey press this button for a hint and you feel like you feel like an inferior gamer when you need that little hint but what they could yeah. do is be like you know first start you off with a kind of a generic hint like head north or something and then you're, you're still like i'm still confused and you hit it again and says like head north between the two oak trees or something and then you hit it again and it says all right here's a path follow this path right so they could they could do stuff like that where it's kind of like if you don't necessarily want to be directly told but you need a little guidance they could do it in a kind of a spoon-fed way i think that'd be a good way to do it yeah um, um uh, this you know. is a this is a little specific uh, and and it's but it's sort of on on topic here when i was playing through dragon ball z kakarot uh, there was a couple of times where it was just like a fetch quest and it's like, go get the golden uh, antlers off of this specific deal, uh, a deer. I'm sorry, a specific deal. Uh, get the golden antlers off a specific deer. Zelda games are really good about hints, in, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Zelda games are, I feel like I have not hit any of these uh, sins. I think somebody almost. has a man crush on Link. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I, I don't think Zelda, I, nothing that we've talked about. I don't think any of the Zelda th- games I can think of have hit. Maybe just a few times the uh, where, the where do I go next thing. And that's mainly only of like, say, if I was playing the Zelda game and I like hit save and then didn't didn't play for it, play it for a long time and went back to it. And then I'd be like, where am I going? I have to like dig through the menus to figure out where I'm supposed to go. That has happened yeah. to me in a few times in Zelda games. Um, but that's really kind of my fault a little bit, but it still should just, uh, I just, anymore, I just want a general direction. This is the way you go. You go now. Some, some games that open world games are not going to be that, but I, I like it when they have, uh, indicators 
like this is the general objection to go for the main plot of the game. This is the main direction to go for individual side quests. Uh, Final Fantasy yeah. VII had that, and that was a uh, that was a really good way of doing it. I think maybe Zelda might be lacking that a little bit. Maybe Breath of the Wild, though. Um, no, I'm sorry. Is it is Breath of the Wild the newest one? Yeah, it is, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Breath of the Wild uh, uh, answered some of that though, because I didn't play all that much of that game. Um, but let me finish real quick on Kakarot. Uh, there was one thing it was like I had to go get these these golden antlers off this deer and this guy just very randomly told me like all right here's randomly this is sort of the three spots where you'll maybe find this deer right dude I went and killed this deer and he wouldn't always drop the item it was random so I must have killed this deer I'm not even joking on stream like we killed him like 20 times I was like I give up I'm not gonna kill this deer I was like I'm not gonna do this anymore and then like I did a mission and then I went back because I was so mad. I was like, I'm going to get that goddamn antler. And eventually he just <laughs> dropped it. But it was just it was so horrible, dude. I don't know. It just popped oh, up. But, so uh, anyway, Kevin, do you want to do the last? Uh, yeah. Last one? So I just want to recognize uh, USA Greatness is in the house. What's up, buddy? Oh, OK. What's up? man? Uh, so my last video game sin, this is really specific. And I have a feeling some people might laugh at me on this one, but I don't care. It drives me nuts. Uh, so sometimes when I'm playing, a, I like first-person shooter. I guess that's my genre if I had to pick one, but I, I really like to play everything. Um, but it also happens in third-person action like Gears. It happens in Gears sometimes. Um, so you're backing up, right? You're backing up. You're pushing back on the stick. You're trying to get away from the enemy for whatever reason. And your character hits something. Okay, now if it's a wall, okay, it's a wall, right? You're stuck. Okay, that's fine. But sometimes... It'll be like a freaking rock, right? Or a little tiny bit of a log. Now, to me, what they should do is, and, and you're sitting there like, what am I stuck on? You don't know because you're backing up. But in real life, you would you would feel it, right? In real life, if I was backing up and, and I hit something, oh, well, it's a wall, it's a wall. But if I back up and there's a little something on the ground, you know, I, I step over it, I feel it or whatever. I, even I trip over it maybe and they could do an animation for that. But I just hate when you sure. back up and you get stuck on something and then you die, or maybe you do get the kill, but you turn around, and it's this tiny little rock in the ground. And that drives me nuts. Because, you know, you're in the middle of a firefight and stuff like that. You're not, you're just trying to back up. And I know that's super specific and super lame, but I don't care. It drives me nuts. I, I back up in a, in a shooting game or or whatever, and I, and I turn around, I'm stuck on a little garbage can or something that normally you would feel with your hip or your leg, and you'd, you know, pivot around it or whatever. So that shit drives me nuts. So they should just... The developers should put in when you're pushing back and you and you're stuck, like your character should start moving left or right to try to get unstuck. That's it. I know I it's stupid, but that's a big say. Uh, I can't remember it. what uh, what game it was, but there wasn't actually some game where it was. It was. I remember there was one game I played. And if you if you got stuck, like you if you got glitched into an invisible spot or whatever, like you shouldn't be even get into, and you couldn't get out, there was a button and it would like zap you out of it. I don't know if it was Deadpool or what game it was. Maybe it was Deadpool because you could teleport or something. I can't remember, but it was there was a button. Huh. It was like a button to get you unstuck. It was like an unstuck button. Um, on top of it, to to add on to that, though, that backing up thing, one of the things I've died a lot with in Halo is uh, we're fighting guys, and all of a sudden we're like a horde of guys is coming at us, and I'll just be like jumping and, and moving backwards just to be a hard target. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I jump backwards off of a cliff and just fall to my death. I can't yeah. count how many times I've done that recently. Yeah. Well, falling off, I mean, at least you could you could argue you don't know the terrain or something. Yeah, but that's it's my own fault. 
but it's still annoying. I'm with you. It's still annoying. But for me, I literally, I've had like first person shooters and some guy gets me and it shows the death cam and there's like a little freaking boulder sticking out of the ground and I'm sitting there going, really? Yeah. You know, you couldn't, you could move to the side of that thing or whatever. But anyways, um, but yeah, that it's just, it's super specific and kind of just for me as a gamer, but that drives me nuts. Gotcha. So, um, so you, um, uh, you want to call it there maybe for the podcast? Yeah, is there any other sins uh, that you can think of? I mean, there's probably a few more um, I could I could think of, but I, uh, you know, yeah, the, I, I'll I'll add this one little one on the uh, onto the thing is that uh, every once in a while I feel like there's a, a game that's kind of like marketed as something, and then what you actually get is is not what it was marketed as. Yeah, um, I could see that, and that's that's maybe one of the worst uh, sins is that you think you're getting one thing and then you get something something totally different or just totally, uh, and you know, incomplete, um, there, and that's happened a little bit more lately. And I have I kind of one example of it. I'm trying to think of the name, but the original creator of Mega Man, he left Capcom and he did like a, a, a Kickstarter thing to make his own game. And it's essentially like it's Mega Man, right? It's, he called it a different yeah. thing. Um, but I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I can't remember he released, either, but I know what you're talking about. He released some footage of it though that just looks so amazing, the artwork and how the the graphics were gonna be and everything, right? And then when yeah. the actual game came out, it is not what it looked like. Yeah, um for sure. So that's like kind of like one of the ultimate ones. It's like basically snake oil in you, you know. That's that's pretty bad. Well, the, Mighty the number nine is the name the division, of the that game. That's it, yeah. And Division did that too. The first Division, they showed a bunch of like gameplay footage and the windows were breaking and the tires were getting shot and the car like, you know, sunk because the t- tire was flat now. And I was like, this is the most amazing game I've ever seen. And then it came out and I played the Division. I was like, yeah, I don't really like this game. This game sucks and it doesn't do any of the shit that they had in the commercials and the hmm. gameplay. So I'm with you on that. Like that, it happens from time to time. It happens a lot in movies too. You know, like, sure. Uh, you see it, you see a funny like a part in the trailer and you're like, Oh, it's gonna, it's a comedy. And then you go watch it. It's like a, a drama. And sometimes it's still a good movie, but you're like, no, I came to see a comedy and you gave me a drama with like two funny parts in it. But, um, what was the, the yeah, most awesome version of that was then, uh, I think it was infinity war when it straight up showed the Hulk running around in like Wakanda and stuff. Yeah. And then he never turned into the Hulk that after that never. movie. I think just at yeah. the beginning, I, I, or wait, no, did that happen? The, yeah, just at yeah, the they beginning. Yeah, they did that on purpose that, to like throw you off. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah. But anyway, um, but that one makes more sense, you know, sure, because they're trying to throw the audience off. But, but anyways, okay, you know, that's that's our uh, that's our podcast for tonight. That's uh, video game sins brought to you by the Super Yo Bros. I'm Kevin, and the other guy you heard is Luke, and we're gonna continue on now and uh, end our podcast and. And continue our stream on Twitch, the Super Yo Bros. We're going to be doing uh, uh, Gears of War, Judgment, the Aftermath. Uh, I can't even talk. Aftermath campaign, which we haven't done yet. So we're going to be doing that and then some Halo, hopefully. So, Sure. And uh, for you guys listening, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, check us out, Super Yo Bros. The same as we're spelled for the podcast on Twitch. We're also on YouTube and uh, Twitter and Instagram. So, yeah, check yep. us out. Um, so and, good there, and Kevin? farming farmingcountrysingles.com. Yeah. We're on that too. Far, farmers so, only. Farmers <laughs> only, yeah. Dot com. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs>